What if you had something to hide? Or maybe you already hid it. The speaker stood, hunched and frail beside the room's wide window, then lifted a veiny blue hand to touch glass grown greasy from institutional cooking. Glass that now reflected an early autumnal night, a fog-wet roadway, the diamond-bright lights of trucks and cars and minivans roaring past, roaring away. The hand stroked the window's surface, leaving a smeary mark on the cold pane. The response to these questions drifted across a hospital-style bed and came from a nurse's aide who huffed and puffed with exertion as she lifted the mattress and tucked in the sheets. She was a large and cherub-faced woman, dressed in a lilac cotton smock and matching drawstring pants, printed with teddy bears and balloons. A peculiar choice for a home for the elderly, but one intended to bring cheer into declining years. You mean like an object? Like a a purse or piece of jewelry or some such? Or do you, do you mean something hidden from yourself? Like an emotion? The aide wheezed, stood up straight, and tugged at her print top. She was long accustomed to these verbal guessing games with her patient. Or like a lie? Uh, something like that, you mean? No reply came from the aged body at the window. Playing twenty questions tonight, are we? The aide chortled and punched a bedraggled pillow into shape. Can't see anything from up here, was the grumbled retort. Well, sure you can. You look down, you see the highway, the supermarket off at the right. There's no people out there. No people at all. You want people? You come downstairs and join the others in the recreation lounge. Game hour, activities hour, TV, mealtimes. I keep telling you. Just a lot of old folks drooling in their sleep. Not when they're eating, was the cheery comeback. Besides, you're going to go stir-crazy if you insist on staying up here for the rest of your born days. She grabbed another pillow, turning her back on her charge, and so failed to notice the reaction to this reference to incarceration. The shoulders grew stiff and hostile. The head with its paltry covering of hair ducked as though anticipating a blow. I don't like it downstairs. Never have. Tell me something I don't already know. The bed finished. The aide turned to the single dresser, a shabby affair, with a top crisscrossed by water rings and deeply etched scars. She sighed, but the sound was indulgent. Why you keep all them books stacked up here, I'll never understand. Don't you touch them. The aide ignored the familiar directive instead tidying up a storm while her patient helplessly scowled in protest. I don't like my things. Touched, I know. You'd be happy rolling around on the floor with a bunch of dust bunnies. Oh dear, you spilled your juice again, didn't you? Cranberry, too, which is real sticky. A dismissive shrug greeted the complaint. Oh, and down the wall. The aide bent flicking a damp rag over the gummy spots while two old and weary eyes followed every bustling move. What if? You back to hiding things again? What if you had a horrid secret? The aide straightened her bulky body and looked long and hard at her charge. Horrid? How horrid? The patient didn't answer while the nurse's aide kept up her searching gaze. You mean... Something you did a while back, something that makes you feel unhappy now, or, or guilty even? 
A brief nod was the sole reply, and the aide's round face crumpled in empathy. Why, everyone on this earth has feelings like that, honest. Things we wish we hadn't done, unkind words we shouldn't have said to loved ones, mean thoughts, selfish notions. If I was to pay you a penny for all the times I... I mean something worse. Something evil. The word ceased, but the frightened stare bored holes into the aide's eyes.